Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Step it up, step it up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him, he's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly executive producer Mandy DeCamp and welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey Mandy, how are you? I'm good. I'm still mourning the Nobu sushi that was not eaten from Heather's party. God. I'm so good about it. I'm so, so, so <laughs> upset. Like send a, send some our way. We could use some right about now. Oh, so good. Uh, well, we're going to break down the latest episode of OC Salt Lake City. Uh, we got some interviews with some of your favorite housewives. But before we get to all that, we want to hear what you guys had to say about last week's show. Um, and definitely some uh, interesting tidbits from you guys. Mandy, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So Cheryl, you wrote in and said, I pay for enough. No way am I going to subscribe to Peacock. I do think it's pretty crappy that they are streaming housewives on Peacock and not Bravo. Yeah. I think you have the popular opinion. I think no one wants to download yet another service that we have to pay for. So I can't say I blame you, Cheryl. Definitely. A lot of people were saying that in the comments section. And I wonder if that's going to affect ratings, if they're going to kind of change things up a little bit and maybe bring them onto Bravo. I don't know, but like we said, you know, we kind of fell off the ultimate girl strip because we, you know, we, you kind of forget about it. So yeah, you know, you. we'll see. All right. Well, Margaret says, why did they bring Heather back? I am sorry. Kelly has gone. Refer her to Miss Fancy Pants. I don't know. I'm, I'm so far. I'm liking what I, I'm seeing from Heather. Yeah. Um, so last night's episode of OC obviously centered around Heather and all of that drama with the guest, with the new housewife. Um I had mixed feelings about how Heather handled that, which we'll get into later. So I don't, I kind of agree. And in some ways I, I would love to see Heather and Kelly back. Yes, that would be. Oh, that would make for a good season. Yeah, to- totally, totally. All right. Well, let's get into the housewives news of the week. What have the ladies and men been up to? All right. So Dorit's husband, Paul P.K. Kemsley, we know him very well, um, was arrested on suspicion of DUI last month. This just came out this week. Uh, The UK native, he's 54 years old, was pulled over in Los Angeles on November 23rd. According to the arrest report, California Highway Patrol stopped him for weaving on the westbound US 101. After exiting the freeway, he submitted to a chemical test. The businessman's blood alcohol content was... 0.081 0.081 per a report from the Daily Mail. The legal limit in California is 0.08. After submitting to another test at the police department in Van Nuys, 
PK, who was alone in the car at the time, was cited and released. Mr. Kemsley was cooperative throughout the incident, they said. Uh, Dorit and PK have had a rough couple months. She, of course, was robbed at gunpoint in her home in October. Um, so what do you think about this? I mean, you know, it seems like I mean, obviously he had a little too much drink. He was just over the legal limit. So, um, you know, you, you do the crime. You got to kind of pay the t- do the time. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, he was driving behind the wheel when, you know, he shouldn't have been. And, you know, they, it's just been a really, really tough couple months for them. Um, you know, I feel like this is probably also going to play out on the upcoming season of Housewives because I think yeah. that they are filming. So, yeah, it's it, the, the luck has not been coming their way lately. It hasn't. But I have to bring up what she was wearing to the People's Choice Awards this week. Yes. Did you see it? Yes. Wow. That was insane. <laughs> insane. She was showing more skin than fabric, I think. I, I, I want to know what you all think in the comments. What did you think about Dorit's dress at the People's Choice Awards? Yeah, totally. And what did you think about all the ladies kind of stepping out at the People's Choice Awards? Uh, Erica hit her first red carpet um, yeah. for the first time in a long time, you know, since kind of everything happened. Um, Sutton, you know, all the ladies from uh, Beverly Hills were kind of there. Um, and, you know, they all looked fabulous as always. That's not surprising. They did. They did. I am into it. You know, I'm happy to see people back out and enjoying themselves and be having interactions with other humans, not just over on via Zoom. Yes. Um, so it was fun to watch. Definitely. All right. Well, let's move on to Jen Shaw because uh, things just keep getting worse and worse for her. So after Hulu dropped their housewife and the Shaw shocker documentary about Jen Shaw's legal issues, the reality star requested that her charges be dropped as well. Now she filed a letter that requested her case be dismissed on the basis that the new documentary violated the real housewives of Salt Lake city stars right to a fair trial. Now, according to the paperwork, her legal team is arguing that there won't be an untainted jury pool. Now that the documentary is available, for everyone to watch ahead of her March 2022 trial. Now, the U.S. attorney then responded and opposed Jen's motion on the basis that the defendant has not and cannot demonstrate any likelihood of success on the merits of any such motion. Now, the ABC News documentary, which dropped on Hulu on November 29th, features interviews from two alleged victims, the agents that are part of the investigation and legal experts. Homeland Security Investigations acting special agent in charge Rick Patel addressed her alleged involvement and said the folks that are behind the pros, the folks that are behind this are pros at what they're doing. It is disgusting. And what we'd like to tell any victim is it's not your fault. Please come forward because we need your help to make sure this doesn't happen to more people. Of course, she made headlines back in March when she and her assistant, Stuart Smith, were charged with conspiracies to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Her assistant recently changed his plea from not guilty to guilty. So that was definitely another big uh, legal blow to Jen. So it's things are not looking too good. No, no. no. I feel like she's going to go away for a uh, for quite a quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she's not on next season. Yeah. Do you think this show is going to survive without her though? I don't know. I mean, the, we'll kind of get into the Mary stuff when we kind of break down this mm-hmm. this uh, episode, but kind of no. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll get into the Mary stuff and whether or not it can carry the show or what other drama is going to carry the show, but it was a big part of this season yeah. and I don't know if it will survive without yeah. her. I don't think so either, but yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. 
All right. So we know, of course, Jade Roper from Bachelor Nation, if we have any Bachelor Nation fans out there. Um, but she almost had her. This shocked me. actually. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she almost had a chance to be on another reality show, The Real Housewives of Orange County. Uh, during an Instagram Q&A session, a fan asked if she would ever agree to appear on the Bravo series since she and her husband Tanner moved to Orange County earlier this year. She replied, fun fact, I actually had a preliminary interview about a year and a half ago for OC. Ha ha, but I didn't get a second interview. <laughs> Jade made her Bachelor Nation debut, of course, during season 19 of The Bachelor, which aired in 2015. She later appeared on season two of Bachelor in Paradise, and that's where she met and fell in love with Tanner, and they now share three children together. Crazy. Would you like to see her on OC? I just, I love Jade. Um, I just, and I love Tanner and I think that they have a wonderful family and things like that. I just don't see her bringing that drama and fitting in yeah. with that, that group. I don't see it at all. Yeah. At all. Like she seems younger to me than mm -hmm. most of the ladies, right. even if she's not younger. Like I, I think she is younger, obviously than some of them, but it just, I feel like it would be like a fish out of water. Like total, I don't think she'd go at all. Total fish out of water. Like I cannot yeah. see her kind of going at it with Shannon. Before no, and, no way. No. And like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Definitely not a good fit for her. I think I remember, yeah. what was it? Jana Kramer. Didn't she audition for Beverly Hills at one point too? So. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes they have like these other, you know, you know, actors, reality stars and things like that mm -hmm. kind of audition but they never, never make the cut. No. So Very, interesting. So interesting. Um, well, speaking of OC, Megan King shared an update on married life with her new husband, Cuff Biden Owens. She took to Instagram to open up about how she and her new husband commemorated their upcoming two month anniversary. <laughs> she wrote on Instagram, we sent the kids to stay at grandma and grandpa's. We got a hotel three miles from our house and I slipped into the PJs. I've been waiting to wear for a special occasion. We feel like we've been married for a million years. Thanks to marrying later in life and with a lot of history and well kids. So a two month anniversary staycation was called for surprise. It's lasted this long. <laughs> I am I, sorry that I am, but I am. I mean, I'm happy for them. I would absolutely watch if she came back on the housewives, I would oh, I'd keep watching, but I also watch a spinoff show of them. If they, if Bravo's interested, please offer them a spinoff show because I would freaking download Peacock for that. What? Yes, <laughs> I, would. I wonder if they, I'm sure that the, the discussions have been had, like had yeah. about this. It must yeah. be. And I really wonder if she will come back to the show. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure like exactly where they're living right now either. So I don't I even think that she's in the OC. Yeah. So um, I wonder maybe she'd join another franchise, but I feel like we need some Megan King in our life. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. What? All right. Let's break down this episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So Mary's religion was coming into question a lot during this episode. We saw um, that her former church member, I guess you call it, mm -hmm. um, had sat down with Lisa and had talked to some of the ladies about how he, you know, put his, got a, he's basically sold his house right. to get money to her church. Um, it's all alleged. It's obviously not proven. What did you think about this? This is a crazy story. Like it is yeah. like, it is interesting how like they were so quick to kind of kind of write off Jen and not do the same thing about Mary, you know, yeah. it, it, you know, some of the women said that this was kind of a double standard and, you know, yeah. 
And uh, they weren't treating Mary the same way that they were treating Jen. Granted, yes, they were two kind of different things. Jen broke the law. Mary may or may not have taken advantage of these people. We don't really know. But it's um, I don't I don't know. I really don't know what to make about this. This is kind of like a whole like weird thing that we've never really uh, discussed before. I mean, they they said it last week. It's religious trauma. So I've never broken down religious trauma before. (laughs) No, no, it was crazy. The craziest part of the entire episode to me was her giving me these lavish presents these them. gifts for Whitney for Whitney what like I want a Chanel clutch for my friends <laughs> but it was also so weird because like it was like then she said it was stuff that she brought with her so she just wanted to lighten her luggage and she just was she re-gifting it? I was so confused right, it's like, right that's what I was wondering I'm like did she wear those boots that she gave yeah, to like I, mean, I, I wanted to see the sole I yes. wanted to see her worn it was it was so bizarre and it was almost like almost like she was giving them gifts to kind of shut them up a little bit too like a hush money or I don't know it was and then for her not to give Whitney one I don't know I still don't understand why she has it out for Whitney so bad I don't either because if you watch back that scene Lisa was the one saying everything right that gets the you know it seems like Lisa's in the hot seat a little bit next week but Lisa kind of got a pass and all of the heat. Yeah. It's like, and now I'm wondering, now I'm wondering, like you said, I wonder if this is all going to kind of start catching up to Lisa. Like she kind of like plants these little like mini bombs and kind of walks away and just waits for them to explode and doesn't take uh, the credit or blame for it. So I wonder if that's going to happen. But yeah, those, those, uh, those gifts were something else. Yeah. And I, I'm happy that um, Heather finally spoke up a little bit and, and shared her opinion. You know, I was, I'm sick of this, like being scared of the other, like we saw that with Erica, everyone mm-hmm. acted scared of her and they're afraid to say what they really want to say. Finally, Heather's saying what she wants to say. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah, no, it's finally. And she finally stuck up for Whitney, too, because I feel like Whitney is just kind of like left there kind of fighting her own battles all the time. Yeah. And nobody yeah. kind of comes to her defense. And finally, Heather was like, all right, I'm, I got your back. So yeah. and then like Meredith starting a lot of the rumors, too. I feel like she and Lisa, like the, like you said, like kind of always get a pass. Yeah, I I don't know why. I don't know either. I also like Meredith chartering this like private plane to come home. Like, where is her money from? Right. Like, where are they getting all this money? That can't. You know, maybe it's somewhat successful, but it's not like a you know world. It's not like nationwide store. Right. I don't get that. I really don't don't get this. I don't understand it at all. But they got a lot of money, I guess. Investigating her money. (laughs) Seriously, like because I think I thought like and and like. Heather and um, Whitney flying back commercial was just funny. Yes, that was a funny one. All right, well, let's move on to the Real Housewives of OC. And let's, before we get into the drama, let's talk about this $36,000 party. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Like, no one should ever spend that much money on a party, not even a wedding. That's no. insane. It's insane. I mean, and the fact that she shut it, okay, I don't understand why she shut it down. I don't either. That seemed completely for cameras, completely. She just wanted to be, you know, relevant again and wanted to have a storyline. Mm-hmm. She didn't need to do that. She has a storyline regardless. Yeah. I, I did not understand why she had to shut down the party. And then I don't understand why 
she had to why she was in any way upset with Gina. Right. I don't that, I don't the, this whole thing really doesn't kind of make sense to me. Yeah. And I hate to say that, it, but it almost felt like forced drama. They were like, we need something like let's like dig up some dirt on this woman and like yeah. and, uh, you know, kind of, and have Shannon kind of uh, say all this. It just felt weird to me. It felt like why would everybody get so mad about this? You know, yeah. it's I don't know. It's like, why would you be mad about at, mad? that girl Nicole who's been lying to you for six years six years how are you friends with someone for six years and not figure that out or you're not really friends then she should be mad at her right meanwhile she was nicer to her than to anyone her and Terry and they're like begging her not to leave the party that they were ending anyway it was right it was so confusing yeah I really don't understand why Gina felt the need to like go behind Shannon's back and say this to her it's not like it's and she ended up comparing it to like when her husband was cheating on her but apples to oranges, it didn't really kind of add up because this no. is not something that's going to like destroy Heather's world. I mean, right. it's, you know, some, that story was crazy about the bar, how she went to a barbecue so, at the woman's house. So crazy. Like, I, I can't mean, imagine. Like, no, I mean, she's really nice about her ex when she speaks yeah. about him to the press. Like, I would not be. No. That is horrible horrible like so so bad but oh god well um but yeah so i don't know i do you feel like shannon really has it out for the the bros i don't i don't think so i mean like you said i think this was a little bit produced yeah i felt like she was kind of chosen as the person to relay the information Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it's, it's something like deep down, although yeah. they did show those flashbacks, which I had forgotten about, about their kind of past with the Dubrows when she oh, was right. still with, um, yes. David. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. That was I, interesting. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and we're only a couple episodes into the season, but are you liking it so far? I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little hesitant with Heather. Yeah. Like I said earlier, you know, I'm a little bit like that felt produced. It felt a little bit like forced. And I don't want it to be a situation like all the other housewives where they're all afraid to say what they think, what they really feel around Heather. That's what I was saying. When I spoke to Gina this week, I was like, you know, were you intimidated when you met her? Are you still intimidated? Because it kind of feels like that. She's like, oh, no, you know, I was just really excited about it. But that's not kind of the vibe I'm getting. It feels like everybody's kind of walking on eggshells. Like she's like the Beyonce of the housewives and nobody wants to, um, you know, wants to insult her, I guess. But Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I wouldn't either. I would want to keep going, being invited back to $36,000 parties. So, <laughs> yeah, I want my Chanel clutch and I want to go to the Nobu sushi party at Heather's house. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our real talk. And like you said, we recently caught up with Gina, who opened up about that explosive party at Heather's and Shannon Bedore's motive behind everything that happened. Take a look. I mean, do you feel like Shannon was trying to hurt the DeBros with all of this uh, going on with Nicole? I mean, I don't think that Shannon is like that malicious mm-hmm. to be like in advance. I'm going to hurt your family. I don't think that Shannon is is that person. Mm-hmm. But I just think that she is a little bit of a like you know troublemaker. Yeah. Like I knew, I think she's a little bit of a troublemaker. And I don't even think that sometimes she recognizes or realizes that her like dropping things here, dropping things there, like what that, what the end, what that looks like at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this particular situation has made her more aware of 
what what that looks like and what she actually does do and the damage that it could potentially cause for people. And I think that it's it was probably honestly a good thing for her to see and recognize. Right. So you think she kind of regrets not going to Heather at first or maybe not even bringing this up at all? I think she does. Mm -hmm. I think she will never um, give like admit or give me any credit for like, like showing her that bad. Mm -hmm. That's okay. (laughs) As long as she gets there. Right. Right. Um, How are things with you and Shannon now, if you can kind of tease it, I know when I spoke to Heather, she said that, you know, her relationship with Shannon kind of goes off the rails this season a little bit. Um, Would you describe your relationship with Shannon in the same context? I would say that I've known Shannon now for about four and a half years. And I don't know if our relationship ever, I would describe it as on the rails. (laughs) It's kind of been a little bit outside of the rails. But like, I think that that is also an interesting relationship to follow and see what happens, you know? And the fact that it's been over four years and we're still trying to see if we can get it on the rails I think is cool and gives me hope that we will get there. Yeah. So she said that, you know, Heather, uh, that Shannon is just pretty much a troublemaker, but maybe not have it and maybe not, you know, trying to destroy Heather's life. Not deep rooted. Right. It's not deep rooted. Totally. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we also hit the red carpet at People's Choice Awards uh, this week, and we caught up with Portia Williams, who gave us an update on her wedding plans. So take a look. So we ended up coming up with a wedding date. I know there was a big thing a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, yeah, my grandmother is the one who actually set my wedding day. She, my mother, and my aunt like sat me down, and she's like, "This man has given you every intention. He put the ring on you. You know, you're dragging your feet." And um, now, once we settle down in the house, we have a date. We're not sharing it. Okay, I was going to say, are you sharing? What is it? <laughs> but um, we're not sharing it yet. But um, yeah, we definitely. Oh, sure. And is there anyone from the Housewives that maybe will be on the list or just absolutely will not be coming to your wedding? (laughs) Well, I don't know (laughs) about... Don't make the VIP list. Right, right, right. Um, You know, I have a lot of people who will definitely be on the list from the Atlanta show. I'm definitely great friends with Drew Steele. Definitely, I love my Shamia more and, you know, um, and some other people possibly. I haven't worked on the list yet. You know, that's probably like one of the hardest things is making your list. Nene? Yes, love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, for sure. She's okay. going to be there. So she didn't give us a date, but, you know, she said that she wants something intimate, which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. Um, but she seems happier than ever. She does seem happy. She said, uh, you know, three different weddings as well, which is, you know, <laughs> expected, I guess, for yeah. <laughs> for Portia. But totally. if you remember, like this, the, her fiance is somebody that used to be with, you know, a, a former co-star of hers. Yeah. So th- it is kind of like a messy situation, but okay. it's uh, it seems like uh, she's very happy and they're kind of moving yeah. on. And, you know, hopefully she gets her three weddings. they're all the best (laughs) totally all right let's get to our social spotlight of the week where we discuss which housewife caught our attention on social media mandy who caught your attention this week dorinda 
Mm. Um, she gave a hint that maybe she's coming back. Yeah. Um, she posted this little video of her doing a green screen shot of what looks like the opening of New York housewives. Um, and her caption was stay focused on what you want in life. Hashtag make it happen. Hashtag happy hump day. Hashtag heart. Sonia commented with a clapping emoji. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? Is she back? I don't know. I mean, I feel like so many people wanted her back. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, and we said that Bravo really has to like recast this entire show. And I think that bringing back Sorinda would definitely bring the fan base back. I don't know. I mean, or it could be the opening for the ultimate girls trip that she's uh, doing as well. Totally. It could just be a throwback. Who knows? I mean, she looks really skinny and thin in it. Really good. Yeah. Beautiful. She looks fantastic. So, yeah. So I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, would yeah. we've talked about this before, but would you want to see Dorinda back? Uh, unpopular opinion, but no, I yeah. think that she did her time. I liked her when she was on the show. I still can't get over the turkey baster comment that she said yeah. to Tinsley. It really bothered me years. Mm-hmm. It's been years, but I'm yeah. so upset about it. I don't know. I, I want to see fresh faces on New York. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel like we're definitely going to see some fresh faces. I feel like they have to have somebody from the past to kind mm-hmm. of, you know, pull the yeah. fans back in. So I wonder if that will be Luann. I wonder, I, I mean, I can't imagine that they're going to give Ramona another spin at this. Like, I don't uh, think so. I don't think so either. I feel like her time has been up long ago but she's still <laughs> still around still, kicking. still around. um well yeah. mine went to Teresa judice because she celebrated her engagement party with uh louie and it seems like she's really happy all their kids were there melissa was yeah. there joe was there some of the other ladies from um from the housewives and she just seems really in love yeah these pictures yeah. are something yeah there, there's something <laughs> it's like it's like a prom photo yeah a jersey prom jersey prom <laughs> been there done that it looks just like it various shades of orange and black <laughs> yes totally but um there were reports saying that you know this wasn't filmed for the show because they're not filming at the moment but who knows i mean we'll have to wait and see and she, you know i think she said that they're not going to film the wedding but i highly doubt that we don't believe you, Teresa. I don't believe you at all. But like we said, it seems like she's really happy. So that's all that really matters. It does. Yes. All right. Well, Mandy, thank you for running down all things Housewives with me as always. Thanks, Christina. All right. Keep commenting, keep subscribing. And for much more on the Housewives, head on over to smagazine.com where we have got you covered. find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding right your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader